0: Good morning, everyone. I don't know about hand... I don't know much about hand posture. Right. But Offline
1: I, conversation was happening and you pressed go.
0: Play. Go. You uh,
1: pressed play.
0: Good morning, everybody. Happy long weekend. Woo! Um, I, I saw a TED Talk... Yes. ...where they talked about hands and they talked about viral videos. Yes. And they said, like, 80% of viral videos are where people are moving their hands. And so the hands are a sign of trust. So if you have your hands down, back in the caveman days, you never knew what was going to happen. Mm. And if you've ever been to jail and seen a shanking or anything, <laughs> then they like put their hands behind their back. So you don't trust people when been, you don't see their hands. I've you've never, never been to jail? never
1: been to jail. No, and... you have been to jail. I've been to the visiting the The telephone. uh,
0: (laughs) Those are experiences that you could never manufacture any other way, except by actually being involved in that. Mm. So I just I feel like it's a blessing. In I blessed your life a little bit. No, not at all. All right, moving along. Good morning. What were we talking about? Hands. Trusting hands. Yes. Look at my hands. They're so trustworthy. My favorite hand person is Daniel D.
1: Well, the reason the conversation started is I felt the camera was a little bit close. Which doesn't matter to the people that are listening on podcast. No,
0: it doesn't even matter. doesn't matter whatsoever. I am... I woke up very grateful this morning. Yes. It's May... They would call it May 2-4 weekend.
1: No, you would call it May 2-4 weekend. I think
0: everybody calls it May 2-4 weekend.
1: Only the drinkers...
0: Eh, I think Nana would call it May 2 24 weekend. No? No. You don't think everybody calls it May 24. They call it like Victoria Day? Yes. No. Really? Yes. Anyway, at May 2-4 weekend, I am grateful to be sober, to be of ye of sober minded.
1: I am grateful also.
0: Yeah. That's a big deal. I still it celebrate. Is a big deal. I still celebrate re- so- sobriety.
1: I think I think you should. Sobriety
0: is not the goal, but it feels good not to be anxious about tomorrow and about a work day and about the guilt and shame did and, you,
1: and the... Did you ever think like, oh, it's a long weekend, probably going to call in sick on Tuesday? Um... Did you ever think that?
0: No. No, that's the... That would be premeditation of of... Yeah, no. No, we don't, typically we don't do it unless we do, maybe in 10 years, yeah, maybe there were times where I'm like, no, we're going all out this weekend, I'm calling in sick, I'm calling in blind on uh, Tuesday, don't see myself coming in, but typically, I would say for the most part, I never planned that, because I just thought, like, we would have fun on this day, and then Sunday we would... Do something different and then Monday we would be able to go to work and be functional.
1: And then in the early days of sobriety, how did you change that? Like, long weekends and like, was there a lot of... I was sober. <laughs> of, I guess I guess it. the real change happened after the mental obsession lifted.
0: Yeah. And I would say that...
1: Because before the mental obsession lifted, it's like... Here's a it's long weekend. Go, yeah. we better hold on tight.
0: But I think the, the the thing with drinking is I get used to working hungover. Like, so right. Mondays would be, or whatever you drink, Monday, like, you know, whatever day it would, you wake up and you go to work and you force yourself and you chug a lot of water, have a couple of coffees. And by 10 o'clock, you got the cobwebs up. And it's just a way of living.
1: And so early in our... Recovery years early in our new life. We had to incorporate new practices in order to change our thinking Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. one of those was a spiritual practice of doing it Like reading something together something spiritually to feed our spirit Reading something together and then it gave us something to talk about when in those early days all we could do was fight
0: It's funny because I know you don't know what the title is, but you're headed right towards what our title is I haven't read the reading, but that's the title And it's like the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety. Mm -hmm. Like sobriety is not my goal. Because without beer or alcohol or whatever substance it is, I'm still a miserable person. Oh, I I know. There's a reason I was drinking in the first place and I gravitated towards it. Um, And without alcohol, then I'm just... I remember. Amped up all the time. Like it's just like there's no off switch. There's no like there's such a inside there's insecurity and restlessness and just like, what's next? What? Like I'm not satisfied in my own skin. And so the opposite of addiction can be sobriety. It's connection with God. So the opposite of addiction. We should just
1: do the reading. We should.
0: think <laughs> Let's do the reading. Is it the 23rd? Today's the 24th. Oh, I put 23rd. Oh, let's, let's just do 23rd, the 23rd because we didn't
1: spiritual health. When the spiritual malady is overcome, We straighten out mentally and physically. It is very difficult for me to come to terms with my spiritual illness because of my great pride, disguised by my material successes and my intellectual power. Intelligence is not incompatible with humility, provided I place humility first. To seek prestige and wealth is the ultimate goal for many in the modern world. To be fashionable and to seem better than I really am is a spiritual illness. To recognize and to admit my weaknesses is the beginning of good spiritual health. It is a sign of spiritual health to be able to ask, to be able to ask God every day to enlighten me, to recognize his will, and to have the strength to execute it. My spiritual health is excellent when I realize that the better I get, the more I discover how much help I need from others. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's, it's a big topic that doesn't get a lot of airplay, especially at, You know, even in recovery meetings, they don't talk about the spiritual problem. But it's saying right here is that when you connect spiritually, the mental obsession that, that always brings me back to my addiction will be removed. And so the, the connection spiritually is where my problem lies. And so... I've worked with a lot of Christians and they might know God and they might understand God uh, better than me. They might have better theology and and can unpack arguments and and make debates on certain topics. And they're very hard to work with because just because they know God, it doesn't mean you're connected to God.
1: And they can't understand. A a lot of people can't understand why they can't stop looking at porn Mm -hmm. or they're obsessively shopping online.
0: Mm -hmm. So that connection with God will remove right all other things
1: and and i mean i remember talking to someone who had baked a cake ate the cake the entire cake and then had to bake another cake before her husband came home because he would be able to smell the cake Mm -hmm. and i just i thought i didn't know i didn't know that those kinds of things happened um but those are the things that happen in secret Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. any and i was thinking about it the other day of like anything that's happening in secret, like anything that I'm not like that I'm trying to hide, that is where I need to apply a spiritual solution.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and the mental obsession, just to put it like that is because people get confused about that. The mental obsession is when I change my mind. And so very simply, I want to have a beer, but then I I changed my mind to have three. Hmm. And then I changed my mind. I wasn't going to go out tonight, but now I am. And I'm always changing my mind. There's a physical thing of a craving for more, but then there's this mental obsession that keeps bringing me back to changing my mind all the time.
1: You know when I change my mind? With you all the time. Oh, that's it. This is the last time. I am not putting up with this one more time. If he doesn't come home tonight... That's it. It's over. If he comes home Mm. drunk tonight, you know, he said he wasn't going to, that's it. It's over. And I would try to like implement it's over, but I couldn't, I mean, maybe for a day or two and, and then you'd, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's never going to happen again. It's never going to happen again. And yet it's happened for, you know, 10 years. Mm -hmm, I should mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. able to believe like it is actually going to happen again. And yet I can't stick with it you know? Mm -hmm. And so I would change my mind all the time of like, Oh, it's really not that bad. It's really, you know, and I think as human beings, we have this tendency to like minimize the destructive things that are in our lives. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a good person. I live a really good life. You know, I just have this little thing over here and, but it's actually really not that bad. It's really not affecting my life that much. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not that irritable. It, you know, it's not, it's not really separating me from Mm -hmm. other people. And I think, you know, I've seen it in a, in a close, like in a relationship that's close to me, where truly prior to someone coming out about, you know, I think my drinking isn't necessarily, you know, normal drinking. And I think, and Hey, by the way, I need to tell you that I've been looking at porn, like, since I was a kid and, and our entire marriage, I've been looking at porn. And until that person came out with those things, their spouse had, wouldn't, wouldn't really like knew that they had fights, but didn't really understand why there was even problems in their marriage. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really delusion and denial and like Mm -hmm. hiding things under a carpet. Those that, that keeps us in this place of like not really addressing the root cause of problems. So then we just look at the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: then you, the thought is how do I connect spiritually? Two things that come to mind is one, un, un, disconnect from the bottle or the porn or the relationship, whatever it is, we need to disconnect because we, we can only be plugged into one power source. Mm-hmm. And 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 the half measures avail us nothing. So I actually have to unplug to be plugged into the power of God. And then how do I plug into the power of God? I have to be rid of self. I have to have death of self. And so our program of action actually leads us through that process of Jesus saying that our ego rebuilds and we have to pick up our cross daily and, and actually die of ourselves mm-hmm. so that we can be full of God and not full of self. And so there's, yeah, life lab leads somebody through that spiritual connection. Um, it can take anybody that's, irritable, restless, has a spiritual sickness, a spiritual disconnect, connection, and, and lead them into a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so, so many times rehab centers have done us a, this service where it's like, if you put this religion, if you put all these practices and all these things, you can counteract this this problem that you have inside. Just do meditate more or pray more or exercise more. And, and you, you're actually coming, you're combating your addiction if I could have done that, I would have done that long ago. And so all the tools that were given to me, whether it was going to jail, whether it was you leaving me, whether it was going to my second rehab center, the only, the only thing that fixed it was a power grain of myself. And, and so we don't like to talk about that, um, in, in the medical field or certain, um, rehab centers where it's like, I just want to give you the tools to get better because it's all about self-improvement. But Self improvement never worked for me. Definitely hasn't worked for you. Um, and and nothing's going to cure what we have. And the only thing that's going to cure me is a spiritual connection with God, contingent on a daily on a daily connection. Hmm. Amen. I leave you with that on the long weekend. And uh, how do you spiritually connect with God? Um, how do you do that through the practices that you have come to know? Uh, I think it's number one. We build the relationship. And then we go into that relationship
1: and if someone doesn't have a relationship with God and really is just trying to like can't even necessarily really wrap their heads around that um, that's actually you know something worth looking at mm-hmm. right if 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 because I think a lot of us can sit back and recognize like that we do have a spiritual you know, that there is a spiritual connection that we're longing for. But this, the idea of God is a little harder for some people to, mm-hmm. to get to or to overcome. And um, I would say it's worth pursuing. Mm-hmm. It's worth asking the question.
0: But And, and the delusion is we, we hang on to this life that we have. Mm-hmm. This is my life. And, and what recovery is asking, what the Christian life is asking, what God is asking is like, can you give that up so that I can give you a new one? Mm-hmm. Because if you're clutching onto that, then love is consensual. Like I'm not going, like God doesn't force himself in to take away your life. He, you have to give it up. That, that's the thing is you actually have to give it up. But what I've come to understand, it's not limiting. It's, it's actually life more abundant than I could ever pick, mm-hmm. that I could ever... Make for myself. And with that, we leave you. Wash your hands. Keep the peace of good behavior. Sign up for Life Lab. Let's connect on Wednesday this week when we have our recovery meeting at noon Eastern. And we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. And by the way... I think everybody would agree with me. You're sitting on that side today because it's your good side with your little uh, ponytail. Very nice. <laughs> good choice of sitting on that side. It's beautiful. Keep up the good hair work. Oh. Even at this age, like we're getting old and your hair just gets better and better. mean, oh, you're adorable. It's No, it's like you're, oh, look at the cuteness. All right. Do something fun this day.